Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. For those of you traveling this holiday weekend, I know if you're listening live, it is the 22nd of November, 2021. So we've got uh, Thanksgiving weekend coming up. And we have then Christmas and the new, before you know it, it's going to be 2022. But if you're going to Ann Arbor, Michigan, before January 1st, you're still going to have to pay for your own menstrual products in uh, public restrooms. I know the city council voted unanimously to pass an ordinance requiring all public restrooms in the 120,000 resident college community including those located inside businesses to offer pads and tampons for free, as well as toilet paper and soap. But it doesn't go into effect until January 1, 2022. So if you're headed to Ann Arbor anytime before January 1st, 2022, I sadly, you're going to have to pay for your own menstrual products in public restrooms. Sorry. Nothing I can do about it. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. Okay, I need to apologize to you, the listener of Chewing the Fat. And if there's more than one listener, I need to apologize to all of you. Um, remember the story we did, I don't know, last week, I guess, on the lead singer, Sophia Eurista of the band brass against and remember she said you know i gotta pee i can't make it to the bathroom and she announced that she was gonna do it on stage and we played it for you and you know it says you know you see in the video she calls the guy up but the video doesn't show her calling the guy up it's reported that she said where's the guy with the can on his head And that's what's been reported in all the stories. It wasn't the guy with the can. It was the guy with the cam. C-A-M. If you watch the video closely, when he's up on stage, he has, when he comes up and he lays down, he has a cam. A cam on his head. So there's more video of it. And I want to thank Alan, who emailed me, pointing out his disappointment with chewing the fat. Um, He was, you know, disappointed that I made the mistake that all the other outlets made and that it was not the can on his head. It was the guy with the cam on his head. So he goes up on stage with his GoPro on his head. So there's other video out there from his GoPro of him getting urinated on, on stage from Sophia in the band. Why can't I remember the name of the stupid band? Brass Against. What a dumb name. That's only dumb because I can't remember it. So anyway, uh, Sophia, there's more footage out there from this guy. It's got to be out there. So either they were counting on it happening, right? Or it didn't go as planned and the reaction wasn't there. So we later had to do the, oh, we're sorry. I won't do it again. It was just, you know, we're part of the deal. That was her big, it was her, her, her apology. That wasn't an apology, but they were saying that, oh yeah, 
you know, I shouldn't have done it. And it was just, I was, it was crazy. Oh, okay. No, 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 no problem then. Uh, we'll, you know, we'll take your word up. Why not do it? All right. I mean, it brought you some great press, but they're not going to do it anymore. And they won't do it at Rockville, whether it be at Daytona International Speedway or some other Speedway rock jam that they'll be playing at. But I will be looking forward to the video. <laughs> it won't be that pretty, but I will watch. And maybe, you know what? Maybe there isn't any video. Maybe it ruined the GoPro. I don't know if GoPro ever planned on that. I mean, you can take them underwater and everything, but perhaps this particular GoPro isn't, you know, urine tested. I don't know. I don't know. But if you have the actual video, Sophia, or your members of your band Brass Against, you know, send it to me, chewingthefatattheblaze.com. I get things sent to me all the time like this. This is the most insane thing I've ever seen. Someone dropped money all over the freeway. San Diego has shut down. Literally, it has shut down. Look at the freeway right now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, many of you sent me this email talking about how a armored truck opened up on the freeway in San Diego and there was money flying everywhere. Videos posted online showed people laughing and leaping as they held wads of cash. Two people were arrested at the scene uh, and those were the people who they gathered up a bunch of cash and they locked themselves out of their car. <laughs> okay, so and many of this, they talk about how uh, they got thousands of dollars. A lot of money was lost. And the police said, hey, uh, you know, it's not your money. It doesn't belong to you. It belongs to the uh, Federal Insurance Deposit Corporation, the FDIC, or, you know, the armored truck company and the bank. Well, good luck, because this is a chewing the fat, Jeff Fisher plan of attack. And it happened. All right, people actually followed the chewing the fat, Jeff Fisher plan of attack. And thank you for listening to the show. I appreciate it. Okay, so anybody who took money was urged to bring it to the CHP office in Vista. Authorities didn't immediately say how much money was lost, However, at least a dozen people had returned money they collected to the CHP by Friday afternoon. People are bringing in a lot, they said. People got a lot of money. And the tweet that I saw from at terror alarm, hashtag San Diego, hashtag FBI, warns people who picked up millions of dollars from the road to return to them. Well, first of all, we know it wasn't millions of dollars. And they haven't even said how much it was, but people were picking up a bunch of cash, a bunch of cash. And it said in the one story that the people who had found the money, some people had returned it, right? That's what you do. It's a real simple process. So when this happens, and I can't tell you how many times I've passed armored trucks just waiting for that rear door to open and cash to fall out. And it has not happened. And, but, but if it were to happen when you were around and you picked up a bunch of cash, get as much as you can. I know that CHP has videos and, uh, cell phone footage of all these people grabbing cash. 
no problem. Doesn't matter. You're on tape. Yep. I'm on tape. As soon as you get as much cash as you can, you're ready to go, go and immediately go to the police department immediately. You can go and then, you know, you can contact CHP office in Vista saying, Hey, I returned my money to this particular, uh, police department, wherever you did, but immediately go to the police department and turn in some of the money you took, not all of it. You don't need to turn in all of it. You just need to turn in some of it, a small portion of it with, Hey, I got carried away. I know it was just so stupid of me. All this money was flying around on the highway and I got carried away. One thing led to another and I just started picking up cash. I got my car and I realized, gosh, darn it, this is wrong. And so I wanted to just turn it in here. Take it, take it off my hands. My name is Jeff Fisher. You can reach me at this number. I live here and just, you know, we, uh, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. And you're good. Even if they come back knocking around again, hey, we're just checking in. You uh, found cash on the highway on Friday, right? Yeah, sure did. Yep. Found, I don't know how much I turned in. If uh, they remember how much I turned in. What, what was I turned in? $100? $110? Yeah. Felt like more, actually. But uh, yeah, I turned. I picked it up. I told the officers at the time when I turned it in, I got carried away on the highway. Uh, you can see, I don't know if anybody has video of me. I'm sure they do. I was picking up money and I just, I got carried away. I was excited and got my car. And then I realized, oh man, I didn't need to do that. That was dumb. It's not even my money. It doesn't belong to me. And uh, so I turned it in and phew, that's the way it goes. All right. Thanks for stopping officer. <laughs> Take care. <laughs> Bye. And then whatever money you have left, that stays in the closet, baby shoebox in the closet or two shoeboxes or three shoeboxes, whatever amount you got. And you don't put it in the bank, nothing. You just buy, you know, your gasoline with cash. You, you know, buy your new pair of shoes with cash. You get a haircut with cash. You speaking of haircuts, we got to talk about that too. Uh, we got to talk about my haircut over the weekend and on Friday. But anyway, I mean, you don't, you use that as cash and uh, you use that as incentive. You still pay your bills with your checking account. You can maybe put a couple extra bucks in your checking account if you want to clean it. <laughs> That's what you got to do. If you want to wash dirty money, you got to clean it and get it in the system, right? So anyway, but uh, just people were doing that because those people that turned it in, I would bet a lot of money that they turned it in and they didn't turn in as much as they got. Because they were following the chewing the fat, Jeff Fisher rule. And congratulations on doing that. I know, I know that the money doesn't belong to you. Belongs to the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation and the armored truck company and the bank. Well, you know what? I gave some of it back. So there you go. Maybe you shouldn't have, maybe it shouldn't have left the back door unlocked. How about that? <laughs> I know, I know. It's all wrong. I get it. Sorry. Thank you for those of you that watched uh, my daughter shave my head on Friday afternoon. Thank you so much for donating to our rescue. Uh, we raised uh, between seven and eight thousand dollars. My goal was six thousand dollars. So thank you so much. Uh, I see that the fundraiser page is still up. If you wanted to donate, you could go ahead and do that. 
Uh, it's up at ourrescue.org. Hit click on donate, then go to the fundraisers page and scroll down, and it's still there. Hashtag shave head, save human. And then I went home, uh, you know, on Saturday morning, I got up and I shaved it completely. I mean, it was down almost shaved when we were done Friday, but then I decided, hey, you know what, we're just going to get it all off. My daughter had, I don't know, carved her initials in the back of my head and was having fun with it. So, you know, I, I shaved it all off and, uh, and I haven't shaved in a couple of days and boy, the stubble starts growing. I mean, if you want to keep it bald, you got to stay on that shave and stuff and that that's work. And so I don't know if I'm going to, I don't know how I'm going to handle this. We're going to go or not, but it's, it was shaved. It's really strange feeling your head without hair. You can quote me on that. It's really strange feeling your head without hair. Yeah, that's a quote. And Thank you again for donating to the cause from our rescue, a great cause. And uh, I really appreciate it. And uh, we'll go from there. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, oh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, so good. I mean, it's been a busy, I've got Pat, I'm uh, doing Pat Unleashed all week. And then I, uh, we just did Talking Walking Dead with Jason Buttrell and my son Maximus. And, uh, you know, I've got Chewing the Fat talking to you here today. So, uh, you know, it's been a busy day so far. Just like you, I'm sure. In our Who Died Today segment, it is a really a real death today. <laughs> okay, so they're all not real deaths. You know that. But in our Who Died Today segment, um, it actually is someone who died. Art LaFleur, the actor who played in Field of Dreams and The Sandlot and many other TV shows, has died. He was 78 years old. His wife announced his death in a Facebook post, writing that he had died following a decade-long battle with Parkinson's disease. I don't wish that on anyone. That disease is horrible. My, I had a, uh, let's see, my first wife's mother's, my mother-in-law's brother, my first mother-in-law's brother. What kind of relative is that? Anyway, he had Parkinson's really bad, and he was... I mean, just the nicest guy and the hardest worker. He traveled all over the world building towers. He did this. That's what he did for a living. He traveled the world building towers. And a guy, you know, he built his own house. And he built, he's just working with his hands. And he had Parkinson's. And it was really, really frustrating to see him try to, you know, uh, use a spoon. Whatever, just day-to-day, everyday things that you don't think about that's so frustrating. And he... Uh, was their pincushion. I mean, he told them at the VA that, because that's what he, how he, that's what he began his service of building towers in the military. And uh, he told them at the VA, I'm your guinea pig. Find a cure. Use me. And so he did there, he did all kinds of tests around the country to de- at different VAs and, and all over until finally toward the end, and some things would work a little bit, and some things would work not at all, and some things would, you know, kind of work. I guess that's a little bit. And so, you know, I mean, it, it, he was their guinea pig. And then when it got to the end, they said, we can't test you anymore because you've had so many other tests done. We don't know what 
the mix is, if anything will work or not work because of the mix that you had previously. So it was really sad to see to see that. I know what a horrible disease it is. And Art Lafleur uh, passes away at the age of seventy eight. And if you didn't, he's one of those guys that if you're not sure who he is. When you saw him, you'd go, oh, yeah, that's him. Art LaFleur, yeah, that's him. So, uh, you know, rest in peace, Art LaFleur. Um, he was born in uh, Gary, Indiana, came to Hollywood, and he wanted to be, in, uh, you know, thought he wanted to be a screenwriter. And then he appeared in more than 160 films, TV shows, and TV movies over the next 40 years. Pretty incredible. So, uh, anyway, rest in peace. Art Lafleur. Okay, let's talk about uh, someone who I, since I shaved my head, look a lot alike now, and that's The Rock. I mean, that's clear. <laughs> so The Rock wants to be 007. The uh, former wrestler, Mr. Actor, Mr. Big Shot Superstar, The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, uh, wants to be 007. Now, I, I don't know that he actually wants to be 007, okay? So his grandfather played a Bond villain in the 1967's You Only Live Twice. I did not know that. And uh, so he isn't content with just appearing in a movie in the franchise. He was asked about it, and he said, I don't want to be a villain. Uh, you got to be Bond. He had to put on the rock smile, and he said, you got to be Bond, so, you know, that's that's his way of saying, you know, he wants to be Bond, I guess. All right. Would he? Uh, but, uh, you know, no, I don't know that I want The Rock as James Bond. Although, you know, the latest James Bond is kind of a long way from the way James Bond should be. So maybe The Rock would turn that franchise around a little bit. It's possible. You never know. And I see where Lady Gaga had a great line. Her and Al Pacino were on the red carpet for House of Gucci. And Al's got his sunglasses on. He's 81 now. Holy cow, Al Pacino. And the photographer and uh, uh, Lady Gaga was there, Al Pacino and Jared Leto. And they were there on the red carpet posing for pictures for House of Gucci. And uh, the photographer says something to Al about taking his sunglasses off. And Gaga is like, uh, no. Take off your glasses, Al. Thank you. There you go. That's what I'm saying. All right. So even Jared is like, come on. Because Al is trying to be a uh, you know nice, and he's he takes him off, and then uh, no way. Have a nice day. Put them back on. I love it. Think about it. He'll make him take his glasses off. He's Al Pacino. Gaga's right, and I can't get over this Papa John's name change. It doesn't. It just doesn't make any sense to me. But okay, you know, I guess they're just trying to slap John Schnatter back in the face for his still being Papa John because Papa John's is changing their name. And if you didn't, if you didn't know Papa John's is changing their name to Papa John's. I am right. So I don't even know how you, you know, how you go about remembering that it's Papa John's pizza you want because Papa John's is changing their name to Papa John's. So apparently the apostrophe S is too much. 
is too much for corporate Papa John's. So they're taking the apostrophe away. And they've changed the logo a little bit. If you have updated your apps on your phones, uh, you can see where the logo is changed a little bit from the old logo. And then it goes to, it's a little puffier and it's Papa John's without the apostrophe F. You know how much money, not F, but S. You know how much money that's going to cost Papa John's to change the name of all their stores, new signage, everything with without the apostrophe S. That's a lot of freaking money, man. It's a job creator, that's for sure. Uh, I I don't know. I don't, I don't understand it. It's got to be that they don't. You know, the apostrophe S means that it still belonged to John Schnatter, and now without the apostrophe S. It's Papa John's, but he has nothing to do with it. Oh, okay. Whatever, whatever you, whatever you, whatever you think. John actually commented, you know, the Papa John. He uh, released a statement uh, calling the company's motives misplaced, saying that instead of being obsessed with Papa John and irrelevant changes to the brand logo, the company should become obsessed once again with making quality Papa John's pizza consistently. <laughs> uh, so, okay, no problem. I mean, he's got a big stake in the company still, so I don't know that he wants to badmouth the quality of the pizza, but uh, just a little silly war inside Papa John's. But remember, just another reminder from chewing the fat when you're thinking to yourself, honey, what are we going to get? for dinner tonight oh the kids wanted pizza all right just i'll order it from papa john's oh wait they changed their name oh what are they well they're papa john's oh do i have to type that in different or anything no no it's still papa john's but it's different it's without the apostrophe oh okay then Okay, I mentioned once before on this show that Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian would not stand. I won't allow it. And they weren't listening. So apparently it is a real thing now. <laughs> okay, I guess Pete spent the weekend out in California with Kim and they've been dating in New York. And it's just a whirlwind romance. It's a wonderful thing. This will not stand. Kim. What are you doing? There's some cute pictures of Pete and Kim holding hands and laughing out in California. Ha ha ha. And Kim has got her sweats on and her little tennies. And she's just a short, cute little thing. And Pete is just tall and lanky with tats and smiling. And it's just a wonderful thing. Uh, no. Uh, this will not stand. I don't know what Pete has. Oh, maybe I do. But, uh, you know, he's dated Ariana Grande and Cassie David and Kate Beckinsale. And, uh, you know, okay, uh, calm down. You don't need to get with Kim. And maybe, maybe, uh, yay, uh, was right. <laughs> maybe it wasn't yay that was crazy all along. Maybe we need to turn the table a little bit. Now, Kim's still got, uh, you know, the kids to take care of. So, Pete, not sure he's ready for that yet. I mean, North is eight 
Saint is five, Chicago is three, and Psalm is two. <laughs> so you got those four little rugrats running around, and you're going to have to mess with that. Plus, and I know, I know, don't worry, the, 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 the keeper will take care of the kids. I got it. And yay, we'll take them every now and then too. But, you know, still, you still got the, still the kids and the whole, the whole Kardashian clan that you got to keep up with. Although at least keeping up with the Kardashians is over. So you don't have that anymore. And maybe that's what they're working on. Maybe Kim is filming her own stuff. Although that's not what's being reported, but we'll see. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. All I know is that Kim and Pete have been seen together multiple times, multiple dates, smiling, holding hands and just what a wonderful, wonderful thing it is. And this happened, don't forget, right after uh, Kim was the co-host there, done the SNL hosting gig. And I guess, you know, they shared a kiss during one of the sketches. And uh, maybe that was just the spark that lit the fire. <laughs> oh, no, this that can't be. So sometimes customers are wrong, but what happened to the days of even when the customer is wrong, the customer is always right. Well, a Michigan woman is suing a restaurant employee, Tim Horton's restaurant employee, who was facing a criminal investigation after he threw cop, allegedly, threw coffee on this lady through the drive-thru. <laughs> so this lady, Dusty Jackson, 41, told the police department that the employee denied her request to add Timbits, those are the Tim Horton small donut holes, to her order. And she said it was kind of a F up and stupid that the 16-year-old couldn't fulfill the request. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know why that why he wouldn't do that. But apparently then Jackson, the lady, called the employee an expletive. Like, <laughs> what are you doing, you dumb F? Of course, give me the Timbits. What do you mean you can't give me the Timbits, you stupid MF-er? Something like that. I don't know, you know, it doesn't say what she said, but it would have gone something like that. And that's when the employee threw the cup of coffee on the woman. <laughs> now, there's a picture of the lady in her car with coffee along the side of the car and how it splashed through the open window on her. And she suffered, according to her attorney, minor burns as a result. And she declined medical treatment at the time. That was a mistake. But she decided to sue Tim Hortons over the incident anyway. Now, she said the coffee... Uh, was uh, not black. If it had been black, his client would have been permanently disfigured. <laughs> but since she drinks coffee, you know, with cream and sugar, whatever else is in it, it wasn't as hot as it would have been had it been just black. Now, they've opened the investigation. Um, the blame is not so much on the girl who threw the coffee. Oh, it wasn't a guy. It was a girl, ooh, another girl. So she called the employee. <laughs> oh, she would have said something more than your dumb mf -er. She probably called her the C word. <laughs> that deserves coffee thrown in most women's book. There's no doubt about that. Here in America, yeah. You get called the C word, you're getting coffee thrown at you. That's clear. 
no matter where you're working. So Tim Hortons is uh, partially responsible uh, due to a similar incident that occurred way back in 2015. So they're saying that, hey, Tim Hortons Corporation needs to, uh, you know, needs to train people a whole lot better. Oh, okay. You mean, yeah, you poorly train your, your people and you need to learn how to supervise and employ the employees. Another employee who witnessed the incident said the victim or alleged victim was just nasty from the start. Okay, well, that might be true. And I get the frustration with nasty customers, but the customer is supposed to be always right. Right? I mean, I, I, I think that, I, I feel like that's still in play. I feel like that's still in play. Most of the time, if you, no matter what, I know you're, you know, you're upset and you're, you've been uh, nasty from the start. You still just, you want to get the nastiness away, right? So you want to just, here's your coffee. Here's your damn little donut holes. Get out of my drive through lane. Okay. I mean, you don't throw the coffee on the person, but maybe that's the case. Maybe the lady called the female worker, the C word. And if that's true, there's, you know, if we can have that confirmed, that might push it over the edge. I mean, a jury might say, hey, uh, you can't be calling people the C word that's serving you coffee. Okay. <laughs> so we'll see what happens with the Tim Horton throwing coffee lawsuit. Uh, I'll have to keep an eye on this up in Michigan. And we do have an update on the Haiti kidnapping. Uh, two of the hostages were released. And so they don't know, or they haven't confirmed the names of the two released or the reasons why they were released. But, uh, you know, the church that is keeping up with them and who they were working for on a mission for said that, uh, we don't know where they are, or their current location. Just keep your prayers going. And, uh, that, uh, will we have more specific information about the release of the individuals involved. We'll, you know, get it to you. So just continue to pray for them. But we do have a couple released from the Haitian kidnapping, which is pretty incredible since the boss from the, uh, Mawazo gang, the, uh, William Joseph, remember he posted in his video, I swear by thunder that if I don't get what I'm asking for, I will put a bullet in the heads of these Americans. So, I mean, if, if, if he's let a couple go and he's given in, it's been over a month and nothing has happened. Well, I mean, something has happened to have been released, but that's it. Somebody, somebody needs to put the hammer down. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at JeffyJFR. Instagram and Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio. You can be sure to subscribe to my YouTube channel, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. You should be a subscriber to this show, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. If you are listening to this now and you're not a subscriber, please subscribe. I would ask what are you doing with your life, but you're already making your life better by listening to this. So make it that much better and subscribe to the podcast. Okay. Okay, then. Thank you so much. And you can always email uh, any questions, concerns, comments to chewing the fat at theblaze.com.
com. Good news, COVID-19 booster shots will soon be available to any adult who wants one. Yay! Yay! After critical scientific evaluation, the unanimous decision carefully considered the current state of the pandemic, the latest vaccine effectiveness data over time, the review of safety data from people who have already received the COVID-19 primary vaccine series and booster, and that's you know, why they decided, hey, uh, it's compelling evidence. All adults over 18 should now have equitable access to COVID-19 booster dose. Isn't that special? That was from Rochelle Walensky. I'm sorry, Dr. Rochelle Walensky, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention Director, Dr. Rochelle Walensky. So that's that's great news, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I don't know why you think it's not. Duh. Uh, We know that today, for those of you listening live, the 22nd of November, 2021, is the deadline for the TSA to get vaccinated. We'll see how that plays out. Uh, The TSA says their vax rate is very high, but they won't share the numbers. We heard not long ago that only 40% of the employees were unvaccinated. And I say only 40% because if it is 40%, that is going, and now those people can't work now, uh, after with the Thanksgiving holiday coming up, have fun at the airports. Won't you, <laughs> you may as well plan on spending a little bit of time at the airport. Yeah. Uh, like a lot of time it's in incredible. What will happen if they shut down the TSA's, uh, checkpoints, because they don't have enough employees. I mean, you think people are pissed off now? I mean, you're talking about flights being diverted uh, from Los Angeles to Dallas due to a customer disturbance. You're talking about Southwest employees being hospitalized after a customer disturbance. Uh, You're going to have a nightmare uh, happening on your hands in the air and on the ground. And that's not a threat. I'm just pointing out the news. I mean, I'm not going to fly. I'll tell you that. I am not going to be at the airport. I barely want to drive by it over this Thanksgiving Day weekend. Uh, I don't want to be inside for sure. And look what happened. I mean, at Atlanta Airport this weekend, you had the accidental gun discharge and travelers were fleeing. Everybody was running around. They thought they had an active shooter. And there were three people, I guess, injured because of the melee. But, uh, you know, that you, this is going to be a nightmare even more at the airports. Apparently, in Atlanta, there was, at a main checkpoint, there was a bag search due to a prohibited item identified by the x-ray. So they advised the passenger not to touch the property as the TSA guy opened the compartment containing the prohibited item. Apparently, the prohibited item was a weapon. And so when they opened up that area, the passenger lunged into the bag and grabbed the firearm, at which point it discharged. So he wasn't trying, attempting to shoot the firearm. He was just trying to take it out of the bag and, I guess, run away. So the passenger then fled the area running out of the airport. (laughs) Oh, okay. Uh, No problem. <laughs> you think you're going to get away with that? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, they had a ground stop at the airport. Police were investigating the incident. All clear was issued. 
But uh, what is happening? I mean, I, I would be scared too if I was at the airport and you hear gunshot or shots being fired. But I mean, to have it all shut down. And then if you have something like this happen at the airport, plus you're backed up full of people because the TSA is not meeting demands by with their employees, scanning people, getting people to airside. Holy cow. It is not going to be a fun travel season. And then we had the parade accident or crash or wreckage done on purpose in Wisconsin at the uh, Christmas parade. This yesterday, for those of you listening live on the 22nd, uh, just horrible. Uh, You saw the, if if you haven't seen the footage, I guess you don't need to see it. It's just shows this red SUV plowing through this parade in Wisconsin and in Waukesha, Wisconsin. And they've got a Christmas parade going on and this SUV comes crashing through. I mean, five people have already been pronounced dead. Um, 40 or more people have been injured. There have been at least, I think, 20 kids. Uh, Maybe it was only 18, but I feel like they said between 18, 18 or 20 kids who were injured. I mean, they were in this parade and it was just a, it was a a Christmas parade in Wisconsin and you, this SUV comes crashing through. Now I believe that uh, that they have named the man who is being called the person of interest in this crash in Wisconsin. And uh, we don't have any information at the time of this recording, why, what the reasoning was, uh, what it was all about, what is going to be the excuse for this happening. But no matter what, the horror of the of the wreckage is still there and uh, people have got to live with it. It, it was just horrible. I would not want to be, uh, I don't wish that on anyone, having kids struck like that by a, a racing vehicle. And the reason why, I mean, I don't know. There's so many uh, hypotheses as to why it happened. And uh, what's taking so long once they've got the guy and if he's the guy and if he's the only guy or if there was more than one or if there were shots being fired, uh, everything, you know, that will all come uh, come together as the story unfolds. But either way, is you know, any way that it unfolds, it's still a horrific crash. Now, I do have a question and I asked it this morning. Uh, I asked it earlier this morning on Pat Unleashed and my, my question is really... What are they doing having a Christmas parade before Thanksgiving? That doesn't change the horror of the crash. Don't look at me like that. I'm just wondering why we're having a Christmas parade the weekend before Thanksgiving. Are, are they? Is that like the, the country's first Christmas parade? Are they known for that? I don't know the answer to the question. But if you are from uh, Waukesha, Wisconsin, and part of the Waukesha Christmas Parade, you know, help me out. Let me know. Are you guys known for that? Is that your thing to be the first Christmas parade of the season in the country? I don't know. But I was just, you know, conflicted as to I I am. I'm feeling sad. It was a horrific thing. I don't want this to happen to anyone ever. But I was wondering why they were having a Christmas parade. We haven't even had the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Thanksgiving Day Christmas Parade yet. And Waukesha is having their Christmas Parade. I was just 
you know, wondering why. That's all. Why are they having a Christmas parade? And then it got me thinking about, as I'm watching television over the weekend, it has started. The Christmas commercials. And I mean, I know, you know, Christmas sales and we're getting ready for the holiday commercials have started. But this particular commercial is really a the epicenter of Christmas. And I've already heard it too many times. And so I'm going to share it with you and wish you Merry Christmas. And I may. I may end every podcast with this from now until Christmas, just because, well, just because. Thanks for listening to Chewing the Fat. Remember the first time you saw and heard that commercial and how cool it was? Yeah, well, it's not the first time anymore. But it is officially Christmas season. and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.